Hey guys and welcome back to my podcast. So for today we are going to read the part two of our first chapter. So let's get started. I'll do it, said a voice from the back. The youngest of the twelve shouldered his way forward. Cronus was smaller than his brothers and sisters. He wasn't the smartest or the strongest or the fastest but he was the most power-hungry. I suppose when you're the youngest of 12 kids, you're always looking for ways to stand out and get noticed. The youngest Titan loved the idea of taking over the world, especially if it meant being the boss of all his siblings. The offer of cookies with sprinkles didn't hurt either. Chrono stood about nine feet tall, which was runty for a Titan. He didn't look as dangerous as some of his brothers, but the kid was crafty. He'd already got the nickname, the Crooked One, among his siblings because he would fight dirty in their wrestling matches and was never where, he, was never where you expected him to be. He had his mother's smile and dark curly hair. He had his father's cruelty. When he looked at you, you could never tell if he was about to punch you or tell you a joke. His beard was kind of unnerving too. He was too young for a beard, but he'd already started growing his whiskers into a single spike that jutted from his chin like the beak of a raven. When Chrono saw the scythe, his eyes gleamed. He wanted the iron blade. Alone among his siblings, he understood how much damage it could cause. And as for killing his dad, Why not? Uranus barely noticed him. Neither did Gaia for that matter. His parents probably didn't even know his name. Kronos hated being ignored. He was tired of being the smallest and wearing all those stupid titan hand-me-downs. I'll do it, he repeated. I'll chop up dad. My favourite son, Gaia cried. You are awesome. I knew I could count on you, uh... Which one are you again? Kronos. He managed to keep his smile. Hey, for a scythe, cookies and a chance to commit murder, Kronos could hide his true feelings. I will be honoured to kill for you, mother. But we'll have to do it my way. First, I want you to trick Uranus into visiting you. Tell him you're sorry. Tell him it's all your fault and you're going to cook him a fancy dinner to apologise. Just get him here tonight and act like you still love him. Ugh. Gaia gagged. Are you crazy? Just pretend, Cronus insisted. Once he's in human form and sitting next to you, I'll jump out and attack him. But I'll need some help. He turned to his siblings, who are all suddenly very interested in their own feet. Look guys, if this goes bad... Uranus is going to take revenge on all of us. We can't have any mistakes. I'll need four of you to hold him down and make sure he doesn't escape back into the sky before I finish killing him. The others were silent. They were probably trying to picture their shrimpy little brother Cronus taking over their huge violent dad, and they weren't liking the odds. Oh, come on, Cronus chided. I'll do the actual slicing and dicing. Four of you just need to hold him. When I'm king, I'll reward those four. 
I'll give them each a corner of the earth to rule. North, south, east, and west. One time offer. Who's with me? The girls were too wise to get involved in murder. They made their excuses and quickly left. The eldest son, Oceanus, chewed his thumb nervously. I have to get back to the sea for some uh, aquatic stuff. Sorry. That left only four of Cronus's brothers. Caius, Iaptus, Creos, and Hyperion. Cronus smiled at them. He took a scythe from Gaius' hands and tested its point, drawing a drop of golden blood from his own finger. So, four volunteers. Nice. Iaptus cleared his throat. Uh, actually... Hyperion jabbed Iaptus with his elbows. Rin Cronus, he promised. You can count on us. Excellent, Cronus said, which was the first time an evil genius ever said excellent. He told them the plan. That night, amazingly, Uranus showed up. He wandered into the valley where he usually met Gaia and frowned when he saw the sumptuous dinner laid out on the table. I got your note. Are you serious about making up? Absolutely. Gaia was dressed in her best green sleeveless dress. Her curly hair was braided with jewels, which were easy for her to get, being the earth. And she, she smelled of roses and jasmine. She reclined on a sofa in the soft light of the candles and beckoned her husband to come closer. Jonas felt underdressed in his loincloth. He hadn't brushed his hair or anything. His nighttime skin was dark and covered with stars, but that probably didn't count as black tie for a fancy dinner. He was starting to think he should have at least brushed his teeth. Was he suspicious? I don't know. Remember, nobody in the history of the cosmos had been lured into an ambush and chopped to pieces before. He was going to be the first. Lucky guy. Also, he got lonely hanging out in the sky so much. His only company was the stars, the air god Aether, who was in fact a total airhead, and Nyx and Himera, mother and daughter, who argued with, with each other every dawn and dusk. So, Uranus's palms felt sweaty. He f- he'd forgotten how beautiful Guy could be when he wasn't yelling up all in his face. You're not angry anymore? Not at all, Guy assured him. And you're okay with me wrapping our kids in chains and throwing them into the abyss? Guy gritted his her teeth and forced a smile. I am okay with it. Good, he grunted, because those little guys were ugly. Gaia patted the couch. Come sit with me, my husband. Uranus grinned and lumbered over. As soon as he settled in, Cronus whispered from behind the nearest boulder, Now. His four brothers jumped out of their hiding places. Creus had disguised himself as a bush. Caius had dug a hole for himself and covered it with branches. Hyperion had tucked himself onto the couch. It was a large couch. And Iaptus was attempting to look like a tree with his arms out for branches. For some reason, it had worked. The four brothers grabbed Uranus. 
Each took an arm or a leg and they wrestled their dad to the ground, stretching him out spread-eagled. Cronus emerged from the shadows. His iron scythe gleamed in the starlight. Hello, father. What is the meaning of this? Uranus bellowed. Gaia, tell them to release me. Ha! Gaia rose from the earth. You gave our children no mercy, my husband. So you deserve no mercy. Besides, who wears a loincloth to dinner? I am disgusted. Uranus struggled in vain. How dare you? I am the lord of the cosmos. Not anymore. Cronus raised his scythe. So, um, thank you for listening to my podcast. Because this is such a long chapter that I think that there's going to be around three to four parts. Um, so this is the third part. So you definitely should listen to the next recording that I do to find out the fourth part if there is a fourth part so thank you for listening and bye